0: I need to get my voice ready for this. <coughs> Why wouldn't you put AC3 in that fucking program? Why wouldn't you just give this guy something? Why the fuck is he stood in the background? Change the world. I don't know if you've heard of them, but soon you will. In 2019... I will be the first All Elite Wrestling Champion. Joey Janela, and I'm a bad, bad boy! I am already a champion! I'm Chris Jericho, and I am all in with All Elite Wrestling! Las Vegas, Nevada at the MGM Grand Garden Arena! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Elite Talk, my name is Martin, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedules. So listen to me talk all things wrestling and all things Elite, it is Tuesday, not Wednesday. The reason why I'm talking on Tuesday, not Wednesday, is because my schedule has now changed. From now on, I'm probably, possibly, probably, possibly, probably, probably, possibly, Gonna be, gonna be uploading on Tuesdays and Saturdays going forward. The reason for that is because my schedule's fucked at the moment and Tuesdays I'm probably gonna have longer to fit it all in. But once again we're rushing so we have got a lot to talk about and once again as usual we have not got a lot of time to talk about it. So let's get amongst it. How are we all doing? Uh, it's been a while, it's been over a week since I last talked, Um Talked a bit of fucking wrestling, threw down a podcast. Reason for that is because it was my birthday uh, over the weekend. I had a really good time, but obviously life, it, um, it sometimes it just decides that you're not going to podcast over the weekend. So that's how it is. But never mind, never fear. We are back once again, and we have got a lot to talk about. and We've got a lot of news as well, uh, not just wrestling-wise, but the wrestling newspaper podcast-wise. We have... A brand new sponsor, I'm going to be shouting those guys out in a little bit, I'm really fucking excited, and we also have an announcement coming, maybe in the next few hours, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, I'm thinking it might be tonight, uh, you'll see, keep your eyes peeled, that is really, really fucking exciting, and especially for the certain amount of people so far who do listen to us, thank you very much Um for the people who are subscribed and the people who listen every week, whether you listen to me on Elite Talk, whether you listen to Daniel, whether you listen to Danny or whether you listen to Sean. There is now four fantastic podcasts on the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast to listen to and we are so fucking happy that you guys take out any time of your day just to listen to us talk absolute fucking nonsense. Regardless, let's jump straight into what we're talking about. So, it was raw last night um i'm not going to re- i'm not i'm not a guy to review raw i'm just going to be talking things that i want to talk about uh i did go over it on twitter a few days ago um I know that I was exclusively on AEW, but the fact is, at the moment, because AEW haven't got a TV schedule and because they are a t-shirt company, that's what all the haters like to say, that's what all the little sweaty marks out there want to keep putting out there that AEW at the moment is just a t-shirt company. So unfortunately, not a lot of news comes out of the t-shirt company, so I have to expand what I talk about, but the thing is, me and Daniel have sat down and we talked about it and I'm very, very passionate about wrestling, obviously, as all you guys know. And I think it's going to be a lot better value and a lot more entertaining. If I start talking about other things like WWE and Ring of Honor, things that I can get more annoyed about, I think it might be quite funny. Um, Like I say, I'm not going to be reviewing WWE. I'm not going to be reviewing Raw. I'm not that guy. Um... But uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where that goes from here. So anyway, we've got things to talk about from Raw. We've got things to talk about from AEW. But before we get into anything, I just want to say rest in peace to Luke Perry. Uh, Luke Perry was the father of Jungle Boy, who is signed to AEW, of course. Um, the majority of the wrestling world, I think, at the moment, will just see him as Jungle Boy's father. Um, but for me I've watched Riverdale for the last few years now I I loved it and Luke Perry played a very very key role in that and it's such a shame obviously it's a shame when anyone passes away but Luke seemed like a really fucking nice guy he was an awesome awesome actor I've seen this guy in a couple of other films as well but in Riverdale um, he really was just so fucking cool his character how he portrayed him Uh, And apparently he was just like us, man. He was just a fucking wrestling mark, just like us. You know, he went to a lot of wrestling shows and obviously he's brought up his fucking kid to be a wrestler. So it's such a shame. Um, Luke had, I think it was a stroke last week and unfortunately he just didn't recover from it and it went as as bad as it could be. And he passed away yesterday. So really, really fucking sad news to start on with there. Um... Thoughts and prayers, oh, and I, I I hate saying that because it's just the typical Facebook thing for people to say. But I I genuinely I like, I don't I'm not going to get into it. But I don't really believe in a higher being. I don't believe in God and all that. But if there is one, um, I'd like to think that he's looking down on Jungle Boy and his family right now. And yeah, just a really really sad day yesterday. We also lost King Kong Bundy. And again, I'm I i do not like starting things out with a really sorrow note but. You've got to mention these people. They are—they're a part of us. You know, it's the wrestling community. We're all one big family. Whether you're a fucking Mark, whether you're a casual, we're all in this together. Uh, King Kong Bundy was a legend, wrestling-wise, mainly for WWE. Um, Dave Meltzer was talking a lot about him and going through his history on the Wrestling Observer uh, today, and it was quite interesting hearing some of the stuff that he had to say about him. Uh, personally, I'm not really too caught up on king kong bundy i remember playing one of the wrestling games back in the day and he was on it um so yeah again like i say we're all in this together and he was just a legend so rest in peace to luke and rest in peace to king kong bundy uh really really sad note to start on with but we roll on so, last night was Raw, WWE Raw. Uh, Daniel wants me to start reviewing Raw with him. He thinks it'll be fucking hilarious that I would be ranting every day. Or every Tuesday, should I say, after Monday night. I think it could be quite funny, but for one, Raw's three hours long. I am not staying up watching three hours of Raw. Um, you are pissed. You are absolutely pissed. And I'm not that guy to just DVR it like Daniel does either. It's all over my social media, I see all the highlights, why would I stay up and watch this trash when I've literally got the highlights at my fingertips, it takes me 20 minutes to get through the highlights of Raw, for the past year there hasn't been any highlights or not a lot, Um, but there was quite a few last night so I'll talk about some that I want to talk about, I'll start with Ronda Rousey, Uh, Ronda Rousey turned heel in a big way, last night, this could be down to the fact that she started having a bit of beef uh, publicly on Twitter, and I did go into this on Twitter, and some people um, joined me, quite a lot of people were actually on the side that I was on, Um, but then again, you've got the other people as well who don't really see it from, uh, I don't, it's hard to explain it from another person's perspective when you don't show that perspective at all, but basically... The beef that I had with the Twitter war or the Twitter beef, what it was the other day between Ronda and Becky. The main point I took away from it is when Ronda called Becky's finishing move fake. Um, some people might be listening now, thinking, "Oh, Martin, don't harp on it about harp on it now. It's fucking, it's gone. It's in the past." It was a good night last night. Ronda did really well, and she did do really well. And again, I'm going to get into it, but I just want to put a point across quickly about what I thought. I'm going to throw in my uh, my two cents. For anyone who hasn't heard or seen what I have said on Twitter, go and follow me at A. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, I'm not a E. W. podcaster anymore. I'll pick up my Twitter. Uh, I'll. T- <laughs> I changed it a fucking last week. I'll pick up my Twitter handle in just a sec. Uh, I think it's Elite Talk Martin. Yeah, so go and follow me at on Twitter at Elite Talk Martin. Uh, we'll we'll have some good discussions it's going to be fucking banter it's always banter on twitter i fucking love wrestling twitter i love it get amongst it but <laughs> but um yeah i threw up a couple of tweets saying how i personally don't see how you know wwe wanted to harp on and talk about Ronda Rousey has grown up with wwe she idolized Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, she watched it whenever she, the hell she was supposed to have watched it. But when someone stands there or when someone goes on Twitter and they want to use the word fake um, in terms of their opponent's finishing move, that to me straight away says you don't get it. You don't get the business. And again, I know it sounds backwards because I'm about to praise her for the promo work that she did and for the stuff that she did last night. But... Um... You never, you never would see Kevin Owens go on Twitter publicly, go on Instagram, go on Facebook publicly, go on the fucking WWE website publicly and say, Daniel Bryan, me and you are facing each other at WrestleMania, or we're facing each other at Fastlane, whatever it may be, and just so you know, um, your fucking running knee, it's fake. I used to do it in the independent scene, or I used to do it wherever, it's fake. I know how to throw it, it's fake. Because then, people are going to see it, and if Daniel Bryan goes over with the running knee, people are going to look at it and go, alright, well Owens called it fake, but then he just sold it. So that means that Owens is fake, which means that Daniel Bryan's fake, which means everything they did in that ring then, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, was fake. And it's the exact same thing with the Ronda Rousey thing. and again, it, my, my, my beef isn't too much in the sense of at WrestleMania, Becky can't go over with the armbar now. She still can go over with it because it's wrestling and that's how it's going to get booked regardless. If she goes over with a, a submission, um, a pinfall, fucking, it won't be Cat Art, obviously, uh, TKO, whatever it may be, regardless, um, you know, we're still going to enjoy it. But the, just the main thing that I'm trying to get across is that. I don't I now see Ronda Rousey as someone who is just the because it's it's not UFC. And it, it's 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 crap to say because I was a fan of Ronda Rousey and I still am a little bit. You know, I loved what I did at WrestleMania last year, I think it was last year, where um she was fucking warring with Triple H, and she she just kicked his ass. And when she rolled over and picked him up, that was fucking awesome. She had the best match on the card by far. I'll sing Ronda Rousey's praises a lot, and I would have sung I was singing them a lot higher last week. Um, but unfortunately, when you see someone in the wrestling world and as big as she is, don't let let's not forget she's in the top three, top four. Um, full time wrestling contracts in w w e right now she's earning over a million dollars i think it's per year um she's the highest woman contracted to the w w e obviously apart from stephanie but talent wise she's the th- she's the highest paid and then she goes out publicly and just calls a wrestling move fake i you can't you you can't tell me that this woman is a fan of the wrestling industry and you can't tell me that she's one of us when she's coming out and calling something fake it's just it's not it's not even something that we do if if one of us were ever to get hired by a wrestling company we would never publicly go on and call something fake because we 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 have love for the industry and we appreciate everything that every man and woman does in that fucking ring because we've been brought up on it, and unfortunately, this says to me this woman hasn't been brought up on it. Um, it's a lot of bullshit. She enjoys what she's doing, but she doesn't have a love for it. She doesn't have a passion for it. And obviously, this being put in with the fact of it's it's pretty much sold that she wants to leave wrestling and go and be a family woman. And again, I'm not oh, I'm not holding that against her, but added that or sorry, adding that to what happened a few days ago with obviously the fake thing. um, It's just soured me a bit on her, that's all. And not her character, her in general. Um, It just, like I said, it's, I sound like a broken record. But this just tells me that this woman is here because she, I'm not going to say she failed at UFC because she didn't fail at UFC, but because she got really downhearted. And, you know, we've heard about it before. She turned on the UFC fans. She didn't like how the UFC fans turned on her. So she turned on them. And I'm not going to say she's there with the wrestling fans at the moment, but you can tell she's starting to get annoyed now. But regardless, there is no need for anyone, whether you're Ronda Rousey, John Cena, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush, whoever the hell you may be, Baron Corbin, even the revival, guys like that who are unhappy with WWE. They will never, you will never find a case where the fans will appreciate a wrestler or even a fucking writer or a booker. Um, Or a fucking COO, whatever the hell it may be. You will never find a time when wrestling fans stood there and applauded the fact or laughed at the fact that someone in the industry, not even as established as her, someone in our industry comes out and calls something fake, something serious, a, a finishing move fake. It's just crazy it's absolutely insane and like i say considering how established she is already in wwe the fact is that she's the champion and the fact that becky is the most over wrestler going today it's just it just wasn't good and it rubbed me up the wrong way but regardless i'm not ranting on it it is what it is and the reason why i'm not ranting on it is because ronda rousey is now officially a big time heel and last night credit to her um, I'm going to give her a round of applause. I don't know if that promo was scripted. It sounded a touch scripted, but we also know that Ronda likes to go off on herself sometimes. Um, a lot of times when she has gone off by herself, she, doesn't, she hasn't gone and made sense, but last night made perfect sense. She came out... Uh, again, I've not seen all the segment. I've just seen the highlighted bit where she just lost it, and she started saying, you guys want to fucking... And obviously, I'm paraphrasing. You lot want to fucking... Um, I'm not your dancing monkey anymore. You lot fucking booed me in my hometown. You don't deserve me. Um, screw Becky Lynch, the man. Screw Charlotte first. Screw the woo chance. Um, and she said something else. Basically, portraying the fact of, fuck all you, I'm doing this by myself now. She then proceeds to boot Charlotte, go after Becky, start fucking laying in some mean digs on her. Uh, she threw the crutch out of the way. She throws Becky to the ground. She starts pummeling her. Uh, locks her into an armbar, stands up with the title, Charlotte's on the ramp, she's fucking stood on Becky with her foot on her throat, or on her face, wherever it may be, and I have just um, come across this, I didn't come across it this morning, I only came across it recently, just before I started podcasting, Uh, apparently this went on also after um, WWE went off her, uh, or roll went off the air for the fans, Ronda then started attacking Becky once again so yeah, this works perfectly this was booked So fucking well. I don't know who's behind it if it's Heyman if Vince has all of a sudden said right if we're main event If this is our main event, we have to start amping it up. I don't know what it was I don't know if they saw the Twitter beef and how over that got and they just decided to go right then fuck it Ronda run with it and Ronda decided to take the ball and sprint a life off with it, but whoever was behind it Congratulations to you guys. This was written beautifully uh, Ronda Rousey again, a, you know, a massive round of applause. Um, we've seen it in wrestling before, where a, a crowd can shit, can shuck, uh, can have someone shook, a wrestler, a performer, um, standing in front of a crowd like that and talking it easy. And Ronda last night handled herself. Like we just wanted it like we wanted her to handle herself. We already know how good she is in the ring. She post, she probably is the second best wrestler in the in the WWE today, next to Charlotte Flair, women's wise. Some would say that Ron is better than Charlotte. Um I, I don't know. Physically, obviously, submission wise, grappling wise, it's kind of you're kind of obviously comparing two different styles of wrestling, so we won't get into that topic, but look, well, last night Ronda showed that she has got a fucking decent promo in it and she has showed it in the past in I think it was like a month ago where she had a really good segment with Becky again Becky carried the majority of it and Ronda was just replying um it started off really bad and then it ended up quite good but this just was fucking class it's exactly what this program needed it's what fucking Ronda needed if Ronda is going out let her go out like this where she just kills Charlotte. Oh, sorry. She kills Becky for weeks on end. Charlotte. Me and Daniel were talking about it. Daniel sees Charlotte as a bit of a a a spur limb at the moment. Last night she was a spur limb. She wasn't really involved. But again, with the Twitter thing that's gone on, with the history of the booking between Becky and Ronda, it did make sense for Ronda just to kick Charlotte out the way and focus all her attention on Becky. Um, It would have made no sense if Charlotte speared Ronda or something and Charlotte stood over the both of them. It was perfect. Charlotte now genuinely looks like Vince McMahon. Again, if he's wrote this unintentionally or intentionally, he's made himself look stupid, which is what the fans want to see. Uh, It makes it look like Vince has added Charlotte in and it's pointless and the fans were right all along, blah, blah, blah. And again, it's what fans... At the end of the day, that's what 99% of the wrestling crowd and what the fans and what everyone on this God on God's green earth wants to be. And they just want to be proven right. And the wrestling fans right now are feeling like they are, that they have been proven right. That Ronda and Becky is the fucking program that should have been gone on originally. Charlotte's now just a spur person just for nothing. Um, obviously, I still don't think like that. Charlotte being in this match still adds to it. In the final match regardless, Becky's Becky versus Ronda, Becky would be 95% clear winning it. With Charlotte in now, you do not know who is winning that match and I still take that over any build at all. I don't care if you build it up like Austin and Rock for years to come. At the end of the day, if someone is leaving the company... And it's someone like Ronda Rousey. And then you've got Becky, who's the most over-wrestler going right now. And we already know that Vince is a fan of Becky. Um, For for me, you can build it up as much as you want at the end of the day. If I know who's going over, in my heart of hearts, if I'm looking at this and I'm going, well, I know that this person's going to win. It's just on the cards. There's a 5% chance that they're going to do a curveball. But this is the Fed, and this is the situation. This person's leaving This person's over. This person is really, really fucking over. I'm still not going to be as interested as I would be if it was a 50-50 split on the end. And Charlotte brings in that 50-50 split. You cannot tell me, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, you cannot tell me from the bottom of your heart you are 100% confident Becky Lynch is going over in that match. When they make those fucking entrances and all three of those women are stood in the middle of that ring, you cannot tell me right now That you are confident Becky Lynch is going over with Charlotte involved. You can't do it. Not a chance. Charlotte adds 50-50 booking. Um, And again, they need to write her into it a bit better. I wouldn't say put her over Ronda exactly. But you need to make Charlotte look a bit better. Um, But again, I don't have any beef from last night at all. Charlotte was written exactly right. Get the fuck out of the ring and just look on. And go, what the fuck have I got myself into? Make Ronda look like the fucking heel monster that we all know she can be. And god damn it, she fucking knocked it out the park last night. So yeah, uh, really good writing, really good booking. And before I move on, like I said before at the start of the podcast, we had an announcement. Elite Talk is obviously exclusive to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. The only place you can listen to myself talking shit about wrestling. Elite Talk exclusively on the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast and... Everyone at the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast are very, very happy to announce that we have our first official sponsor. Um, so shout out to Cerebral Customs. If you love collecting Funko Pops but get really fucking annoyed when you go to HMV or you go to any shop that sell Funko Pops and they've sold out of what you wanted. Or maybe you go online and you can't find a decent Deadpool or even a wrestler you love to watch doesn't have a Funko Pop you want to collect All that has now changed thanks to the guys at Cerebral Customs. You can literally order any Funko Pop you want. From Stone Cold Steve Austin to Finn Balor, from Wolverine to Iron Man, you decide what Funko Pop you want. And the guys over at Cerebral Customs will make them to order just for you. You lucky, lucky little girls. Get amongst it today and with your first order use discount code WRESTLINGNEWSPAPER. That's discount code wrestling newspaper for 10% off be sure to follow the guys at Cerebral Customs on Twitter on Twitter on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter at Cerebral Customs and check out all the amazing characters they've already created and make sure you put in your order and enjoy a birthday or a Tuesday treat yourself and everyone else to a custom designed Funko Pop with Cerebral Customs today. Thank you very much to those guys. At Cerebral Customs. For officially being the first sponsor. For the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I checked those guys out. Last night. And god damn, Some of the stuff. That they're making is incredible. I'm not just blowing smoke up their arse here. There was a Luther. Um, Funko Pop. I've not even seen a Luther Funko Pop before. Ever. And I fucking love that program. So. Those guys better get ready, when it's payday, I'm going to be putting in some orders, no doubt about that. Um, So yeah, if you guys love Funko Pops, go and check those guys out. They are fucking awesome. Anyway, moving straight on with more bullshit wrestling talk. Dean Ambrose is apparently still leaving WWE regardless of WWE last night. Talking about it, I think it was um, Roman Reigns and Michael Cole did mention on live on earth that ambrose was leaving the wwe this led to people believing that wwe has actually changed dean ambrose's mind and that now they're going to start making it into a work it still could possibly be maybe dean ambrose has said there's now a big possibility that he could be staying with the company we don't know what's been said all we know is what big daddy dave meltzer is telling us all and is all teasing us all on the observer, which was last night, and that is that Dave Meltzer checked last night and Dean is very much still leaving the WWE. Me personally, I would love to see Dean leave WWE. Um again my my feelings towards WWE, regardless. Um away from just take my feelings away from this for a second. I personally think Dean Ambrose would do fantastic stuff away from from WWE, and this is one of the reasons why I think he would do better away from WWE, whether it's New Japan, whether it's Ring of Honor, whether it's AEW, which looks like it could be a very big possibility if he is leaving WWE, maybe it's fucking MLW, maybe it's fucking PCW in Preston, I don't know who the fuck this guy ends up signing for, but I'll tell you something, he will find Better booking than WWE. Because what was the fucking point turning this bastard heel a month ago, two months ago, whatever the fuck it was. You put a mask on him. You did fuck all. You can clearly see that Ambrose had no creative control in any of these bollocks. We saw three weeks ago Ambrose himself cut a promo short because he couldn't be arsed with it. Look, apparently... From what I've read in the last week or two weeks, whatever it may be, since Roman's back, Roman has turned around and said he will try and deal with the Ambrose situation in the sense of he will try and keep his friend in the WWE. The thing is that you have to remember WWE themselves were telling talent six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, whatever it may be. They want If someone is out of contracts soon and WWE want them to sign to new contracts, the new contracts are longer. Which means if Ambrose is going to re-sign with the WWE next month when his contract is over, it looks like it's going to be at least a five-year deal. Ambrose, I don't think Ambrose is up for that shit. I don't care if he's best mates with Roman Reigns or not. I personally... Do not see Ambrose signing up for another five years. If WWE turn around to him and say, alright, look, fuck the five years, two years, and then we'll see what it's like in two years. If we can change your mind in two years, we'll offer you another two years, which means they get four years out of him, or whatever they want to do. I don't see Ambrose signing signing the next five years away to WWE after what they've done with him. I don't care that Roman Reigns. Obviously, I do care that Roman Reigns has come back from leukemia. Bad choice of words. But in this respect, I personally don't care that Roman Reigns has come back from leukemia. And then you expect me to sit here and go, "All right, well, Ambrose there now should stay in the WWE because Reigns is his best mate and because Reigns is asking." Oh well, Reigns came back from leukemia. Like, no, that that take that away from it right now. Don't you dare. Don't anyone on Twitter, social media, Facebook, wherever the fuck you want to voice your opinion, on a podcast, whatever it may be, just like me, like a little fucking winner picker. Don't you fucking dare bringing Roman Reigns' leukemia as a reason for Ambrose to stay in the WWE. And before anyone even says, oh well Martin, why would anyone do that? I fucking saw it before on Twitter and this is why I'm getting, I'm getting fucking aggravated talking about this shit right now. This is fucking toxic bullshit. Don't, no one should bring up this fucking leukemia thing ever again. Roman Reigns beat it. Congratulations. If you ever want to talk about Roman Reigns, um, at the end of 2018, at the start of 2019, that is when you can talk about his fight with leukemia. If you want to talk about how Roman Reigns... Is a fucking workhorse. And you want to bring in the fact that he beat leukemia. Fine. Go for it. He fucking did it. He deserves the acclamation. He deserves the respect for that. So hats off to Roman fucking Reigns for that shit. But don't fucking sit there. And say that Ambrose now should stay in the WWE. And he should fuck off independent wrestling. Just because his best friend beat cancer that's fucking tripe and you know it that is garbage and you are a fucking waste cunt and you are a little waste man if you bring that shit to the table and I'm not about it so apologies for anyone who's got sore ears right now for me just raising my voice a little bit there but it fucking it fucking winds me up um not to get not to get too much into it but we've had someone going through something quite similar Recently, in our family, so um it has it own a little bit really with what's going on, so again, fucking massive massive fucking props to roman uh, it, apparently Roman has come out recently and gone into detail about the kind of leukemia that he had uh it wasn't treatment as such um it was medication based it was pill based tablet based regardless it doesn't matter how strong your cancer is or how um i don't know the word but regardless i don't know how strong your cancer may or may not be if you have cancer and you fucking fight it and you beat it the highest respect the highest of fucking respect to you and i understand obviously that it's bodies and it's science and sometimes there is no way of fighting this shit it doesn't come down to however fucking strong you are it doesn't come down to however motivated you are if this thing wants you it will fucking grab you so uh, again hats off to roman but let's not let's not let's not be that shit and let's not use that as an excuse for someone else's story let's not fucking go there and again i'm not going to call the person out who i saw do it on twitter But if you ever, if you ever get the chance to hear me talking about you right now, you know exactly who you are, you fucking mug. But anyway, so again, the point that I'm trying to make, Dean Ambrose, two months ago, three months ago, three years ago, 500,000 years ago, whenever it was that WWE decided to turn Ambrose heel, it was on the night that Roman announced that he was relinquishing the Universal title because unfortunately, once again, he had leukemia. WWE decided that would be a good night to turn Ambrose against Rollins. And I will sit here right now and I will fully defend the WWE on this one. I thought that was a fucking genius pull. This federation, this company, this entertainment company, this wrestling company, whatever you want to call them, the WWE never ever has balls two months ago three years ago five years ago whatever it may be obviously i'm taking the piss i know it wasn't that long ago it was i think it was just before christmas regardless whenever it was that the wwe turned ambrose heel i don't know the date but you sit there two months before that and you tell me right roman reigns is going to announce that he has leukemia and on the exact same night they're going to turn ambrose heel and the week later ambrose is going to mention it in his heel turn no i would never never have said wwe had the bollocks to pull that shit um, wwe showed balls for the first time in a long time wwe showed balls um guys like tommy dreamer were defending it because again personally i saw it as a chance where you could look at ambrose and go right um this is it now this is going to be the champer. this is this is going to be real real fucking heat unfortunately wwe did go the wrong way about it and they brought in the roman Reigns leukemia thing which didn't get off with the crowd um personally again i know i just tied it in with his heel turn I wouldn't have done it the way they did it. I still think they could have hinted towards it, but the fact that they just came right out and Ambrose fucking says, oh, Roman's got a path now and it's his fucking path or something like that. It was a bit of bit of bad taste. Um, so that soured the fans on Ambrose's heel turn. Then Ambrose just started being really fucking weird, coming out with a mask. That could have worked, but it didn't do because they didn't run it right. Um God damn it, Ambrose when he was a face, when he had the money in the bank suitcase with Seth Rollins, where he booby trapped the money in the bank, Seth, uh, when he booby trapped the, uh, the money in the bank case, that was, that was fucking, that was a better heel move than anything that Ambrose had done, pre, that had done in the last two, three months. Um, so, when I look at Dean Ambrose, I really hope this guy leaves, and again, I'm not, this AEW mark you just wants all the WWE guys to fuck over to AEW. I just think Ambrose... You know, I've seen him away from WWE. This guy is creative. I've heard him on Austin's podcast. You can hear that this guy is creative. You can hear that what this guy is edging to do and what he wants to do. And if you give him creative, if you give him any sort of creative... He is going to give us so much fucking entertainment. And unfortunately... The WWE writers are giving him trash. They're giving him absolute fucking wet horse trash. Um. So yeah, sorry, I just got distracted. Then Daniel, your little waste man, just popped up on fucking WhatsApp. Then I thought you had some news for me. But yeah, do you guys want to see Ambrose stay in WWE? Do you want him to leave? Do you want him to go to New Japan, Ring of Honor, AEW, Major League Wrestling, fucking TNA... Call him fucking Daniel Ambrosia. I don't fucking. I don't fucking know. I still can't believe it's not butter. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Talk to me about it. Give me your opinion. Let's discuss it. Let's get amongst it. Elite talk, Martin, on Twitter. Go and follow that shit. Tell me what you think. Is Ambrose going to be good away from WWE? Is he going to flop? Is he going to be? Is he going to be fucking Juice Robinson? Is he going to get more over than what he could be at WWE? And let's face it, Ambrose has been over in WWE before. So if he ever gets over on the independents the way he was in WWE, he will be absolutely fine. Anyway, let me have a quick sip of this fucking H2O because my voice is going. That is some high quality tap water right there moving straight along oh god my voice is going <laughs> oh okay this isn't massively huge news but again this is news that I do want to talk about because again I'm not, I'm not a raw reviewist but I saw what happened last night with EC3 and I'm getting annoyed I, I don't even rate this guy in the ring but his promo work is next to none And they've not even got this guy talking yet. What the fuck are they doing? So anyway. Ringside News reports. That stars and creative. Are unhappy with the booking of EC3. Some guys in the back. um, In regards to guys involved with creative. Some guys who are actually fucking wrestlers. And in ring talent in WWE. Apparently backstage. Aren't happy with how. WWE a treating in EC3 on the main roster, and why the fuck would they be? Why would anyone be happy with this? I don't understand what ec 3s doing. I don't get why this guy is not turned on and gone. Nope, fuck you. Uh, you. You want me to what? You want me to stand in the background and just stand there, right? Okay. What you, you want? What Ambrose is leaving. You know he's leaving, and you want him to roll me up clean for a pin in the middle of the ring. You want me to go out there, you want to give me a microphone, and then you don't want me to talk? Nah, fuck you. Uh, Look, there is professionalism, and I understand if EC3 is trying to be as professional as he can be, and he doesn't want to look like a little bitch and just leave WWE or walk away or say whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's on EC3, it is where it is. But people like this have to realise that you've got the fan base there. People want to see this guy cutting a promo. People want to see... The, people were fucking well excited when the rumours that... East, last month when the rumour that EC3 and John Cena were going to go at it at WrestleMania. People weren't even asked that EC3 probably would have taken the loss. They still would, were um excited to see the build-up and the promos between them two. That fucking programme would be class. Cena's promos and fucking EC3's promos. But instead, EC3... God, my voice is going. Gee, this is fucking painful talking. (laughs) I can't even laugh. Uh, WWE are using EC3 as a fucking backstage prop at the moment. Um, Look, this guy is a ball of charisma. He is just a ball of fucking charisma. In the ring, he isn't Kenny Omega. He isn't AJ Styles. He isn't Seth Rollins. We all know that. But this guy can still work. This guy can still go. Look at his stuff in TNA. Um The thing that pisses me off about this, right, and it does come down to EC3 himself, and it comes down to a lot more other guys. Um EC3 was with WWE, was with NXT, he left WWE, he left NXT, he went to TNA. Him and Drew McIntyre, I think it was either on Evolve or it was somewhere, they cut a proper scathing promo. It was years and years and years ago, and I can't remember exactly what the promo was but they were basically saying how they were underutilized in WWE and how they'd left WWE and now they are showing how good they are. Fast forward years later, Drew McIntyre is now in WWE and he is a high mid-card to low main event star. EC3 isn't even in the mid-card. This guy isn't even on the low card. This guy is a prop. Motherfuck. What is going on? God damn it, you've got. Right, Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer on the fucking Observer newsletter made a really good point last night saying how Kurt Angle was put in a match with Braun Strowman and Finn Balor against McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Lashley. And he said, Why isn't someone else in that spot? Why are they using Kurt Angle in this shit? I need to get my voice ready for this. Why wouldn't you put ec 3 in that fucking program? Why wouldn't you just give this guy something? Why the fuck is he stood in the background like a fucking statue? Why isn't this guy on a microphone right now giving me the best promo of the night? How much is creative getting paid? Because they're not getting paid enough. This is fucking wet. This is absolute wet. Oh my God. Oh, fucking hell, my voice is hurting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lubricate it with some tap water. Two seconds. Ah, It was three seconds. EC3 is one of the best promos. If you haven't heard this guy talk on the microphone, this guy is one of the best promos. I don't even care if you don't put him on TV for a week. Film a video package where, you know what? You know what, right? Go back and look at Razor Ramon. When he was in the WWF, before he went to WCW, he was charismatic as fuck and he wasn't even playing himself. He was playing a fucking foreign character. Scott Hall was playing a foreign character and he was knocking it out of the park week after week because he had charisma and he believed in the character. EC3 isn't even playing a character, he's playing himself. Fucking give this guy video package after video package if you're not going to fucking put him in the ring. But give him something. and calm down, and relax, and bring it down, and bring it down a touch, I'm not going to spend too long talking about this, I spent too long already, but fuck, EC3, this is a personal message to you, brother, say your prayers and eat your vitamins, and if that doesn't work, then fucking go back to NXT and cut a promo, please, I'm begging you, do something, Fucking record a video package, put it on YouTube, put it on Twitter or Instagram and make them re- make them, make them put it on the fucking main show instead of having you stand there like a douchebag. Look, I understand people thought last night it was funny when he was stood in the background and he just cut the exact same figure, right? And it was, it was funny and it was humorous, but that isn't getting him over as a star, that isn't even scratching the surface of his talent you just had him stand there doing nothing and people are fucking enjoying it. Not enjoying it, but... Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not even going into detail because there's no fucking point. But you know what I'm getting. I'm, you know what I'm trying to put across. Fucking hell. Paul Heyman is considered one of, if not the best talker in the whole world of wrestling. And I stand by that. I fully agree with that statement for me Paul Heyman is the best promo we've ever seen obviously he's not an in ring worker he's not a wrestler he's not an in ring competitor he is a manager so obviously a manager is supposed to hold himself or hold himself or hold herself should I say fuck on the microphone Paul Heyman for me is the best promo that we've ever seen in wrestling there has been plenty there's been Austin there's been Rock there's been Shawn Michaels. Triple H. People say he talks too much. But whenever Triple H is talking. You shut the fuck up and you listen. CM Punk. The list goes on. But for me Paul Heyman. Will always knock it out of the park. Every single night. You would never. Get Paul Heyman to stand there. And just look like a fucking idiot. When you have him. With the promo. And again I'm not saying EC3 is a better promo than Heyman. I'll never say that. I'm not saying EC3 is on the same level as him in promo wise. But we're not even getting the chance to review the guy's promo. Because he isn't talking. And I can't shout any louder because my voice will fucking pop. Oh my god. It's close to going. It is close to it fucking going. <coughs> god damn it. What I don't even know what I was shouting about before. Was that shouting about Ambrose? I think I was. I think I was shouting about the Ambrose thing. But look, I'm going to move straight along. Oh, it's the last point. Oh, We've got through a lot. We've got through a lot. We are just touching 45 minutes. Thank you to everyone who's stayed here so long already. Um, You've only got to put up with my voice for a little bit longer. The latest episode of Being the Elite went out last night. On it, AEW have announced that they are officially running a charity event in Jacksonville, July 13th, named Fight for the Fallen, which is for the victims of gun violence in America. This, obviously, is an amazing, amazing... um, Not contribution. What's the word? Term? Bastard. Um, fuck! It's gone out of my head. I can't think at all of the word... Uh, hold on, just let me have a sip, let me have a little sippy sip. Cause, you bastard! Cause, this is a fantastic cause! Um, The victims of gun violence, that is nothing to joke around about, that is nothing to make comedy about. This is a great cause. Um, AEW have announced that they're going to be running an event, and it's going to be a charity event for the victims of gun violence in America. Obviously, when it comes to America, we all know at the moment how bad it is with gun violence. And again, for anyone who lives in America, I'm not throwing any shade on you at all. I have I hold America a dear, dear, a, uh, a special place in my heart. I've always wanted to move there. I've always wanted to live there. I've not even been to America or Canada. And I know for a fact that my future probably lies over there. And who knows, one day maybe we'll cross that bridge. But it's such a shame when us in England, we go on Twitter or we go on whatever it may be, or we see it in a newspaper and you just see day after day, week after week, another shooting at a high school, another shooting somewhere else. Um, and it's it's heartbreaking and I can't even imagine to begin how scared people are in America themselves. So this is a fantastic, fantastic cause. Um, credit to the Young Bucks, credit to Cordy and Brandy and Kenny and everyone who was behind this, uh, the event itself, I hope is going to be fantastic. Um, um, I'm a bit bit of a waste man when it comes to dates. I've not got the full dates in front of me of the AEW events announced. But I think this is the second event that's going to be happening. Um, So you've got Double or Nothing in Vegas and then you've got this event after it so again unfortunately uh, I'm not money baggers, I can't afford to fly myself out to America, I can't afford to watch these guys but if you are living in America and you want to go and you want to watch AEW, please go ahead um, July, th- I think it's July 13th, just let me double check that before I go any further um, July 13th in Jacksonville they're going to be running a show and it is going to be um, for the victims of gun violence charity uh, in America and again I, we, I can't really say any more on that, obviously there's not even close to being a card yet we don't know how they're going to promote it or what, obviously these guys have still got double or nothing in their sights they're still going over the TV Um, no schedule's been announced yet for the TV, even though um, a lot of people are saying it's going to be Tuesday, that these guys are going to be running Um, but yeah, AEW's second, uh, do we call it pay-per-view? or do we just call it event? We'll call it event for now. Um, the t-shirt company, AEW, the second event that they're going to be running, um, like I said, they announced it last night. It's going to be Fight for the Fallen. So, again, those guys are just making fantastic, fantastic contributions at the moment. Uh, they also linked up with a charity. I think they announced it a couple of days ago, and I'm really, really sorry. I don't have the name in front of me. Um... But Cody and Brandy were behind that, and again, these guys are just showing how how wrestling can do things different. Obviously, WWE do the um, the cancer charities. Uh, I know they've got Connor's Cure. Um, I think that's what it's called anyway. They've got uh, they do a lot for what they call the Make a Wish, Make a Wish Children, and you know, again, this just speaks volumes the the wrestling industry, whether it's WWE, AEW. Uh, I know in the past, Ring of Honor have done charity things. You know, the, the wrestling can hit home and it can um, be profitable in the right way. Um, again, as much shit as I want to give to the Fed, they do so much for charity, so hats off to them. And again, it, it, makes you, it makes you happy to be a wrestling fan, it makes you proud to be a wrestling fan. Obviously, we see a load of shit getting thrown over Twitter and social media. Um, constantly in wrestling but when it comes to stuff like this it, it just it puts a smile on your face man. How, how can you not how can you not just look at this and go fuck this is this is fucking cool um so yeah big props to AEW on that and also if you haven't seen the being the elite episode yet go ahead and watch it um apart from that announcement and the enhancement of fucking Michael whatever the fuck his name is I can't remember his name um, Matt was taking the piss out of it through the majority of the um, through the majority of the episode. Uh, apart from those announcements, it, they called it the filler episode because nothing much really happened. But some of the sketches were just hilarious, and they've got a brand new opening, and it's just so funny. Um, there's a bit <laughs> they're on a, it's it's done in I think it's called 16 bit or 32 bit. I'm not too uh, technically savvy with stuff like that. Um, but it's like a really, really old retro, like Game Boy graphics. It's the old, old graphics. And there's a bit where they're, like they're on like a little roller coaster, and it's driving away or like a train, or something like that. And as it's going off screen, Marty like, Skrull is flying down with his uh, villain umbrella, and he just misses the train. It's <laughs> so fucking. It's little and it's tiny, but it's just it's just these guys' humour. It's so funny. Um... Obviously, go and subscribe to fucking Being The Elite on YouTube. I, every time those guys put up an episode, not just because it's them, but it's because it's it's my kind of humour and it's our kind of humour and it's just so fucking funny. Even if, even if you are a wet WWE mark and you are so pissed off with AEW being a thing and you're so fucking pissed off with us being excited for something different to WWE and you're so fucking angry... Go and watch Being the Elite, and if you tell me right now you don't find anything they do funny, I'll, I'll go, right, fine, whatever, me and you do not roll in the same circle, and I apologise that you don't have a fucking sense of humour, because these guys are knocking it out of the park. they are hilarious, Um. And again, if this is when it this if this is the kind of creative that we're gonna see out of AEW, I'm I'm on board. I'm so I am so behind it if this is gonna be the comedy creative. Because I'm not gonna lie, again when we compare it to WWE, Vince McMahon's idea of funny is having um Lord Tenseye, Matt Bloom, A Train, Albert, Prince Albert, whatever you want to call him, his idea of humour, Vince McMahon, is to have him A train, uh, a man who is I think he's about six foot four, six foot five, maybe even a bit bigger, who is an absolute monster, could have been legitimately one of the best main event workers there are, a heel main event worker there is, and he had him out there in fucking ladies in the wear or ladies' nightwear, whatever it was, dancing. Uh, Vince McMahon's humour is having people kiss his bur ass. Vince McMahon's humour is having Rikishi shove his fat fucking ass in people's faces. It was funny back in the day, I'm not gonna lie, but the humour like that compared to the humour we're seeing on being the elite, for me there's no comparison. This is this is fucking this is fucking hilarious. Um But anyway, guys, I'm going to leave it there before my voice fucking goes out. I apologise it took so long to get a fucking episode out there. But you know what it's like. Sometimes life just fucking says, nope, no podcast this weekend. But anyway, the schedule now hopefully is set Tuesdays and Saturdays. It's either going to be Tuesday and Wednesday and Saturday. Or it's going to be Tuesday and Saturday. Or it's going to be Wednesday and Saturday. It's going to be one of. um, But again, for those who are even bothered, for those of you... Who are subscribed to Wrestling Newspaper podcast? If you're not, go ahead and do that. A really big thank you to everyone who subscribed. A really big thank you who's taking it. Who everyone who's taking the time to listen to us guys talk. You guys obviously have a passion for wrestling just like us, uh, and it really means a lot that you guys are taking times out of your day. Uh, I mean, I'm almost I'm almost touching an hour right now. And if anyone's listening to this right now, you've been listening to me. For almost an hour, and I find that mind-boggling and unbelievable and crazy. But rest of the newspaper podcast is growing phenomenally. The amount of following we've got is insane. Um, oh man, I'm too, blowing too much smoke up all all your asses. Anyway, really, really big thank you to everyone. Uh, be sure to go and follow me on Twitter for the third time. It's Elite Talk, Martin. Um. And that's it guys. That's it. My voice is held out. Um again, thank you very much. And I'll catch you next time.